0: Hello, TuneIn listeners. You are listening to TuneIn, radio for your mind, body, and soul. I'm your host, Kela Parkinson, and you are listening to TuneIn, which is, yeah, not just about your mind, body, and soul, but about all the things that connected. And today is Halloween 2022. Ooh. And so today we're going to get even deeper into this metaphysical, esoteric stuff. And we're going to, of course, be connecting it to our day-to-day lives. How can it help us? How can we be even more present in our day-to-day lives? Because that is this show's definition of mindfulness, being fully present, using many mindfulness for practical application in our lives. And so today I have a wonderful guest. That I I think we go back to middle school. And so this is super fun. (laughs) Please help me welcome Wendy Carpenter. Hi, Wendy. How's it going? (laughs) Hi, I'm good. Great to be here. This is exciting. This is very exciting. This is very fun because so. um, through the last few years, I've been able to watch Wendy's evolution as she continues to express herself artistically. And that's so inspiring to me, of course, right? And so, you know, recently we were connecting just about some other things. And I was like, you have to come on the show. We have to talk about this, this, and this, right? So I'm so happy yes. you said yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, so Wendy today so is rep- surprising. Yeah, so surprising. Wendy today is representing not just you know her own personal self expression, the things that she's done, the things she's teaching other people to do, and the way she's helping kind of share her gifts with the world, but also she's representing her business, which is Chromatic Endeavors, and this is like part art, part um, intuition, right? Like, um, yeah. so tell yeah. us a little bit about like the marriage of that and how you would explain yeah. that in your business.
1: Um, well, it actually started out just as the paintings, um, I had I've always loved to paint. Mm. Uh, my mom used to tell the story uh, when she would come to pick me up from nursery school. If there was free time at the end of the day, she knew exactly where to find me. I Aww. was always over at the easel painting. That's cool. And, you know, growing up, watching all the painting shows on PBS, not just Bob Ross. Okay, Bob Ross. Yeah, Bob Ross.
0: (laughs) We have to shout out to Bob Ross because we grew up in the Muncie area. We grew up in Muncie. And that's where Bob Ross filmed all of his PBS shows. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to the original. I worked
1: with the man. uh, uh, He passed on a few years ago, but um, he had worked uh, behind the scenes on the Joy of Painting show. Yes, yeah. uh, they had uploaded it on YouTube, so I was watching it again and getting all that nostalgia and painting lessons. You know, I know and, it was so fun. You know, it, it's so much more fun to watch Bob Ross now that I can watch him and then be like, "I'm going to paint that." Yes, <laughs> how cool is that? <laughs> I right? know I can do it because I... he just told me I could. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It made you feel great about your expression. The credits came up, and I saw his name, but I was like, is that you that was on the bed? And he said, yeah, that was me. I was like, our friend's so awesome. So (laughs) I never actually met Barb Ross in person, but...
0: I did. I did. Should I, should I go into that just for a second? Just for fun? Like I sure. actually, yeah, yeah, I never got to touch the fro, but he would pat me on the head and call me kiddo. And I thought he did that to everybody. And then he oh. actually, it turns out he knew my grandmother because she was the executive assistant for WIPB, the PBS station. Oh, here. And okay. so I got to meet him several times. She actually was gifted some of his paintings at one point in time. And so she had some oh. of those. Yeah, I know. So cool. Right. Yeah. That
1: is so cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Bob Ross. I love that he's like blown up all over the world because you know he's the original yes. SEL man, social
1: emotional learning. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, definitely. Mm. And um, and yeah. then you know, thanks to YouTube, you know, I got opened up to all these other you know artists who do painting tutorials on yeah. YouTube, and uh, one of them especially liked to talk a lot about painting intuitively.
0: Ooh, yeah
1: and so that kind of sparked it i mean you know you just kind of start painting and see what happens and a lot of times you know i'll have something in mind and you know i i usually will have a reference but you know as far as little details or whatever sometimes it'll be just like oh i'm gonna do this even though you know that may not be in the reference i'm using it's just you know an intuitive thing. So that I think kind of started me, you know, with flexing my listen to your intuition muscles. And, you know, I I joke with my art, you know, it's like, you know, I wave my uh, paintbrush (laughs) around and like a magic
0: magical fairy. Oh, (laughs) we just got disconnected. Well, that's what happens when notifications come on our phones. Hopefully, Whitney's going to come join us again. Um, so one thing that's really interesting is that she is completely self-taught. And, um, okay, we're reconnecting here.
1: Sorry about that. Got a phone call and I hit yeah. the wrong button. <laughs> I
0: know. That's, that's <laughs> how that works. That's okay. That's all right. Yeah, I was yeah. just saying we're reconnecting here. So here we go. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: All right. <laughs> anyway. Um
0: yeah. So you're, you're following that intuition more, you're flexing that muscle. Yeah. yeah and so you're totally yeah. self-taught. I was just saying to the li- listeners while you were <laughs> reconnecting that you're totally self-taught, yeah. you know, following these, in- yeah. these tutorials. And, and so we're going to share some yeah. of Wendy's paintings also. So you can see those, you yeah. can purchase those and, um, and you can see, I think you some of them show your progression, right? As you've gotten oh, more yeah. into this. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun, and I, I love the and, idea and that like the
1: fact that I have a really eclectic style. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. I, I spend a lot of time, of course, studying the old masters because that's how they learned to paint. Yeah, was by you know copying those paintings True. and you know just learning how to copy old master paintings, which is you know if they've been dead for a hundred years or more, then their work is out of copyright, mm-hmm. and okay. it's you know. I'm not breaking any laws by recreating a Van Gogh or a Monet yeah. or anything. And you're not
0: it's, selling it and saying it's an original, so. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always up front, yeah. you know, this is my version of Monet's whatever, mm-hmm. or Van Gogh's whatever, mm-hmm. and, you know, obviously I am I lean toward the Impressionist, okay. you because know, as I, you know, develop my own style, it seems to, you know, just naturally lean in that direction, you know, with, You know, a little bit of Bob Ross. If you scroll through, you know, my painting, you'll find several that are definitely Bob Ross inspired.
0: I think it's hard not to be if you grew up, (laughs) first of all, watching him, but then also in Muncie, where he would just randomly be at the mall painting, right? Like, you just... (laughs) I don't, I don't know yeah. if that. So that actually happened to me a couple of times too. He bit the mall, or he came to like our um, school festival. One time he was there at the school festival, like doing yeah the oh, booth. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I remember that one too. I remember him being like, "Hey kiddo, I'm patting me on the head," and the kids being like, <laughs> "No, he didn't pat us on the head." And I was like, "I don't. I think it's random guys." But then my grandma was like, "No, I think he knows you, honey." <laughs> He you knows yes. from my group, Karen Kiddo, um, which that still made me feel like super special because he was definitely lo- a local, local celebrity at the time, even. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. so, uh, you know, one thing I really love about what you've done, Wendy, is that you um, have you started doing this later in life, right? Like we're yes. we're. We've been around for a few decades, and then right, and so oh, yeah. <laughs> now we. Have. And so you know, you you say like you can go back to preschool and say this is what I love, mm-hmm. this was my passion. But of course, life gets mm-hmm. in the way; we step away from our passion. Do you want to share with yeah. us a little bit about that piece of your journey at all about stepping away and the zigzag and coming back to it? I think um, a lot of people
1: resonate with that. Yeah, um, our art class was always one of my favorites. You mm-hmm. know, especially in high school. You know, filling out my schedule for the next year, it was, you know, choir first, and then yeah. what art class haven't I taken yet, and then everything else that I need so will give me a diploma.
0: <laughs> yes, that's awesome. So art, really, and the artistic expression, because I forgot about you yeah. were in choir, and there was performance, there was dance with that mm-hmm. as well, which was very yeah. cool. Yeah, it was super, super expressive, mm-hmm. which was very fun. Yeah. And we always connected also, I think you were on the Poetry Magazine at some point, right? Because I feel like, didn't you write some poetry? <laughs>
1: It was you? It
0: was you, yeah. I'm like, that had to be you. Yeah. <laughs> right? And that's one yeah. thing. Uh, my passion has always been writing. That's been one of my expressions. <laughs> and so that's, I think, the artistic <laughs> path that where our paths really dovetailed was like, let's do, let's write yeah. poem. I edited the poetry magazine, too, because I'm also a nerd. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't just write it. I also was editing the other pieces. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, tell us. I'm, I'm, I'm so jumping then, in here, but tell um, us. Yeah.
1: After high school, um, yeah, we graduated in early June, and uh, Dustin and I got married at the end of August.
0: High school sweetheart.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. high school sweethearts. (laughs) And then first child was born nine months and five days after the wedding. Wow. (laughs) uh, Love it. Very specific. (laughs) Yeah. Over the next five years, I had, you know, two more children and, you know, got caught up in raising them yeah. and, Mom you know, got away from, you know, doing anything really for myself. Mm-hmm. I was just, you know, all about making sure everybody else was taken care of, as, you know, moms tend to do, and cancerian moms to the max, uh, which yes. is me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Cancerian, meaning if your sun sign is in cancer, yeah. then you're really going to uh, lean into your family, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Cancerians are known to be the uh, nurturers of the Zodiac. Okay. They're the the mom friend. (laughs) Yeah. There's someone in your friend's group that seems to be the mom friend, they're probably a Cancer.
0: Yeah, if they're mothering the mothers especially, (laughs) right?
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) So then, oh, let's see. That would have been... 2012, mm-hmm. the uh, Cornerstone Center for the Arts, uh, they've kind of gotten away from doing it, uh, but they used to do uh, painting workshops all the time. This is in and Muncie, Indiana. Either, yeah. like in Muncie, yes. it was either a Saturday morning coffee and paint or, um, you know, in the evening, they're just being, you know, they even ventured out into uh, one of the local bars and did a pints and paint fun thing. And, uh, so I, you know, the first one that I went to, uh, we did, uh, some type of Warhol looking thing, Mm -hmm. you know, where it was four color blocks and, you know, the same flower in each square, but, you know, a different color to go, you know, to contrast with the, whatever the shape of the square was that it was on. I'm sure you understand, you know, when I say, Uh, yeah, I can visualize. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you know Warhol, you know what I mean. Yeah. And if you don't Google it, right? I was never (laughs) especially proud of that because that was my first painting in a long time Mm. and it was craft paint. (laughs) 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 Yeah. But it triggered something, you know, by then uh, my oldest had uh, grown up and, you know, graduated and gotten married herself and moved on. and so I, I had a little bit more time on my hands and, you know, doing this painting workshop, I just remembered how much I love painting. Yeah. So I was like, Hey, you know, told the family, anybody want to get me painting supplies for Christmas? Nice. That'd be great. And my older sister came through for me and that kind of set things in motion, you know, and I was just painting stuff for myself and, you know, eventually got a few pieces that i was proud of enough to post on facebook and then somebody wanted to buy it nice how cool (laughs) whoa
0: yeah and had you expected that was that what you were planning to do or no yeah i was just
1: painting for me you know i give them away to people or what have you and then um got contacted by somebody in farmland indiana okay Uh, the farmland community center was having wanted to do a little Saturday art gallery thing so it was me and two of my friends and we're all also actors as well as artists we you know performed on stages together so you know the theme for this particular Saturday art gallery thing was from the stage to the walls oh
0: fun I love that (laughs) and you you've done community theater always right you stayed in that even when your kiddos were little or am I wrong about that
1: um, I did a little bit of it when they were younger, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, it got harder with all the stuff they went. My Activities, My girls ended up yeah. being competitive dancers <laughs> okay. for several years, so.
0: So you were the competitive chauffeur,
1: yeah. Yes, <laughs>
0: exactly, <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, once uh, my oldest graduated, though, um, my middle daughter, um, that was, after that, she started Uh, going to school at Burris instead of homeschooling, you know, which is a whole other episode. Yeah, I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because then, uh, by the way, I was homeschooling all of these children, yeah. (laughs) Really, really, uh, yeah. Full-time job unpaid, yeah.
1: (laughs) And uh, so, after that, she tried to just do ballet, but ballet night was also, like, her biggest homework night. Yeah. So, she just didn't dance, she got involved in you know, she was a cheerleader at Virgus and you know, lots of other things that she was doing. So, but I just feel like dance wasn't the same without her sister there for mm, her. Mm-hmm. You know, she probably won't still admit that, but you know, <laughs> I, I feel like that was probably part of it was you know, especially as they got older, they were actually in the same ballet class. Oh, yeah,
0: fun, yeah, so that's cool.
1: Um, so then, um, I did a couple of, I started, yeah, in 2010. Um, once I wasn't hauling people back and forth to dance, <laughs> I had my evenings back and could start doing local theater. So got really involved in doing that, you know, here, there, and everywhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's very cool. And then you also participate, I think, annually in, um, the art Yart, right, the big giant yes. art sale yes, that happens that's, in that's Muncie.
1: That's actually twice a year. Twice a year now, okay. Twice a year, it's in June and October. Uh, it's a big. It's part of uh, downtown Muncie does an art walk on the first Thursday of pretty much every month because okay. you know some places will just you know open their doors to have artists set up you know in the lobby or whatever. But uh, specifically in June and October, there's a big yard sale. And everything has to be $40 or less.
0: Nice. That's fun. So it's so, art. Yeah. It's like a yard sale for
1: art. Yeah. <laughs> for people yeah. who aren't from that yeah. area. <laughs> and and if I've been on a painting jag and I've got a lot of paintings to get rid of, it's a good way to move inventory fast because people are more likely to buy art when yeah. it's cheap. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Listeners, you are listening to our conversation with Wendy Carpenter of Chromatic Endeavors on Tune In Radio for Your Mind, Body, and Soul at WVLP 103.1 FM. Our show is underwritten in part by Universal Love Clothing. Universal Love Clothing creates beautifully designed, positive affirmations and pairs them with the coziest eco friendly fabrics in the world to bring you clothing you feel good in. Find your perfect fit at universalloveclothing.com. And so today we are talking on our special Halloween episode. Woo! By the way, For listeners who are subscribers also, this show is going directly to podcasts. It's going to to drop there first. Normally, you guys have to wait a little bit on your podcast episodes. You have to let it be on the air a couple of times at WVLP, and then you get your podcast content, which you can subscribe to, and you can listen to at your um, convenience anytime, and you can share with your friends. And this time, we're going directly to our podcast listeners because it's a special Halloween episode here with Wendy. And then we are moving on to... It will be broadcast still on WVLP for those radio station dedicated listeners who are such great um, fans of WVLP and, and of the show. So uh, we want to thank you guys all for that because everybody's special in their own way. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks for being our listeners and for being our friends. Um, and also we are going to put some of, I said as I said, some of Wendy's artwork. It'll be, um, there'll be a link to it at the podcast and also on our fan page. So go to Facebook.com slash Tune in Mindful Radio, and you can join that fan page. You can interact with Wendy. You can see some places where she'll be because, Wendy, I also want to invite you to just drop that stuff at the fan page anytime you want to and keep us updated. We love that.
1: Yeah. Excellent.
0: (laughs) All (laughs) right, so we've been talking about this journey that you've been through. And one thing we haven't even gotten to yet is how this, Uh you know, you started doing some intuitive painting.
1: And then this uh-huh. really
0: opened up for you, and I don't know, maybe it was like some of this was happening a little beforehand too. But you, uh-huh. this really opened up for you some deeper intuitive connections. And because today is Halloween, and this one of those uh-huh. days where culturally we celebrate, you know, through Halloween, yes. All Souls Day, All Saints Day, Day of the Dead, you know, here in mm-hmm. um, in. America, in North America, we celebrate all of these holidays together as kind of like just this acknowledgement of the thin veil and the, and like the going into yes. winter, right? And the death part of the life cycle. And so mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about how somehow all these amazing things you've done artistically have also connected you into that deeper form of intuition and what you've moved into with these beautiful card readings that you also do with yes. dramatic endeavors. They're so pretty. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Thank you. Um, So, I think that was also, you know, part of me, once I became aware of the world of tarot reading and tarot cards, uh, that was a little bit intriguing, but um, I spent a part of my life, I think I told you this could be a whole nother episode about my my religious journey, but um, I was a fundamentalist christian and you know they were the you know tarot cards were evil and of the devil so i didn't really explore it much further until you know about five years ago six years ago i guess um, when i started meeting people who were tarot readers and did you meet them sorry
0: yeah sorry for the interruption but did you meet them at some of these artistic uh, events that you were doing or was that like a separate thing
1: it was separate got it it. but totally unrelated (laughs) um although one of them that i'm friends with uh, is also an artist Mm -hmm. she was like an art history major and so we've had fun you know sharing our artwork back and forth and um she's actually the one who uh really pushed me you know it's like um and she's a medium and, you know, she's a bona fide medium because, you know, she, uh, my mom passed away in 2014 mm. and, you know, she's given me some messages from mom that could only be from mom. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no doubt in my mind. <clears throat> and, yeah, that's uh,
0: powerful.
1: she was also the one who, cause I was still, um, practicing, Christianity at the time. So I was still kind of, you know, having some cognitive dissonance, you mm. know, just because of what I've been told. And she's like, look, read this book. And she recommends uh, this book. It's called The Gift by Echo Bodine, I believe. Okay. And uh, she talks a lot about, oh, you know, your intuition is a gift from God. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You know, she
1: just, you know, don't be afraid of the tarot cards. They're not the devil. You know, this, this, gift that you have is a gift from god so you know it's okay (laughs) (laughs) that
0: was that was the endorsement um, that you needed yeah to stop being afraid yeah that's great yeah
1: and uh excuse me so then you know being an artist once i finally decided that you know hey i'm just gonna go buy myself a deck of tarot cards yeah so i'm at the bookstore and you know there's all kinds of them but um it had been recommended to me to start with the universal what's known as the Wait Writer Rider, or yes. Writer Smith or Wait Smith. It should probably be called the Smith because Writer was just the publisher.
0: Ah. And
1: Smith is the actual artist responsible Ooh. for that. Okay, so I mean i just say I've
0: never even heard of Smith, right? I've always heard it called yeah. Ryder Wait. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. thank you for acknowledging Smith. <laughs>
1: Yes, that's great. Smith so was the actual artist, who never gets credit, because yeah. you know, Smith was a free, is <coughs> a problem, even in tarot. That's interesting, <laughs> isn't it?
0: And you that's so funny, too, because you'd think that that's one place that wouldn't have happened, but yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, you know, there, there's even cards that'll reference that, you know, we've got the emperor, and
0: yes, you know, but true. Then we also have the empress. We have the empress, so, thankfully, you know,
1: yeah. You know, there's a a counter of feminine and masculine for all of the, you know, leadership cards, which I think is good. Yes.
0: Yes. It's because then it draws from, like, all of humanity in that way, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. And we all have divine masculine and divine feminine in us. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't matter what your gender is. Yeah. You know, how many times do we talk about single moms having to be mom and dad? Yeah, so, right. Know, that's you know, that's just part
0: of the cultural lexicon. So it just yeah, shows right. you, right? Yeah, yeah. agreed. <sighs> yeah.
1: So I started studying tarot. I, I was at the bookstore, and uh, one of my many options was a create your own tarot deck Ooh. that was like little coloring book tarot cards. So, I got out my watercolors and I painted a tarot deck. Oh, fun and that was a really good way to get intimate with all the little details in the card you know and
0: um, and to teach yourself about right like what yeah, each
1: one really means yeah.
0: that's so cool.
1: so you know, as I was you know painting the card, I was reading the description and also you know listening for you know because there there's textbook definitions of the cards and then there's you know but they can be a lot of the cards could be like well it could be this or it could be that right so a lot of times you know you have to trust your intuition to you know discern which message the card is trying to say at that point you know, either yes. based on other cards around it or just, you know, what the person is asking about, you and know. I,
0: Yeah, I want to just jump in for a second for anybody who's listening who really isn't familiar with it. <clears throat> and like you said, maybe some people are like, I've been told that it's you know, satanic or you know, that I'm going to, there's something terrible is going to happen if I connect with this or they're just like, you know, I just don't know anybody who's ever done it. I don't know anything yeah. about it. It's just a whole different cultural thing for me. Um, and so, you know, um, you could just like buy a deck and read a book and like pull your own cards. You don't have to have somebody guiding you, but as Wendy shared right. with us, right? Like to have somebody who really is connected to their intuition more than some of us who just live in our heads only all the time, right? And then, like, yeah. somebody who has painted the tarot and knows it from the inside mm-hmm. out, right? And, like, can say, okay, so I'm getting this vibe off of you or, like, I, you can tell us more about how this works for you. But, like, this is the kind of thing where having kind of somebody else read it for you sometimes is very helpful. Sometimes you have somebody yeah. who's either, like, a novice and they've never really, you know, they're practicing and they're getting it all wrong on you. And you're like, no way, that's not right <laughs> at all, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, or you have somebody who's like, they're just really kind of misinterpreting it. And you're like, nah, you don't know me, right? And so that that's just some of the experiences we can have and like sort of playing around with this this medium as um, a way to explore our intuition. Um. So so Wendy, what is it like for you? I'm so curious to hear like, what does it feel like when you're getting that nudge and you're like, I really feel like this is a connection for you?
1: Um.
0: It's just... Yeah, she's whatever closing her eyes like, to think about this. I love it, you know. Yeah, it's, it's
1: ineffable. Yeah. It's hard to find words, isn't it's it? like, um... <laughs> a lot of times uh, when I do my uh, weekly card polls on my Chromatic Endeavors page, um, yeah, you know, some of the cards will have messages, you know, already written on the cards. You know, that's, that's helpful. There are a lot yeah. of card decks that you can get. They'll have, you know, keywords and whatever printed directly on the card to help you as you're learning them. And... Um, But I will, you know, find the card description in the book, and then I can usually glance through because the book will give you several paragraphs of, you know, know, part of it is describing the card. And I'm like, well, they know what the card looks like. I don't need to see that. (laughs) But then I can usually pull through and, you know, the sentences that jump out at me.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and then, you know, I'll kind of paraphrase that, you know, and, you know, I do a lot of times just kind of free type, you know, what I'm getting. Um, but it's more, you know, it's just, it's intuitive, you know. Yeah. You just
0: <clears throat> so what she's describing for us right now is um, a Facebook page that she has with her her business chromatic endeavors where uh, once a week typically right you jump on yes. and you're like <clears throat> you're like hey I'm gonna pull a card I'm gonna pull cards and then you I love the way you do this To this is so fun because mm-hmm. I haven't seen people do it in this way she'll sometimes select from different decks and she'll just have like the picture of the back image of the deck right so you have no idea what the front images look like right mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's just the illustration on the back which could be just like some spiral circles it could just be you know like uh, some stars or it could just be like uh, there's you've got some disc ones which are very cool right Mm -hmm. and she'll just have like written on there one two and three and you just say what deck you want to uh, pull from and then she just responds throughout the week with like here's what you got this week right Mm -hmm. and so I love that and I've been in another group where somebody just says I'm pulling for all of us and just like selects a deck and says right and that's really Mm -hmm. interesting too so these are fun Mm -hmm. ways to kind of explore this type of thing right and what Wendy does that is she so then she's drawn to like this whole like what kind of vibe am I reading off of this I'm saying vibe that may not be your word sorry
1: but like, yeah no, no right? that's, that's exactly it that's yeah. great
0: and like you know yeah. what am I getting off of this and then you're saying that you look at the sentences that really jump off at the mm-hmm. kind of off the page at you and be like this makes yeah. sense because I'm noticing it first yeah that's so cool yeah. <laughs> love it and I actually and I've actually anytime time that I yeah. start
1: to doubt my intuition I remember that I get like random strangers, because you yeah. know, my art page is a public page, so yeah, you know, I get a lot of you know, with the Facebook algorithms, you know, like if you comment, then it's going to pop up on your friend's nude speeds, yep. you know, hey, Keila commented on this post, and then they're like, oh, hey, I want to, yeah, do that. So, you know, I'll get people that I don't even know ask for a card, and you know, I am, you know, naturally more confident with people that I know, okay, yeah, but. these people that I don't know come back with wow that was really spot on that was exactly what I needed to hear and I'm like yes (laughs) yeah and so you just have
0: to go with your gut and I want to say to skeptics like we always on the show I'm always like bring your skeptical brain keep your critical brain on I think that's important I think that's how we don't get bamboozled right because you know you mentioned um, fundamentalist Christianity and our show doesn't endorse Mm -hmm. or or condemn anything and there are people who like that's their jam right and that's totally Mm -hmm. fine and then you know you were like you had some experiences personally where you know it wasn't it was confining to you right and so like that's important to be able to have say I have got my critical brain on and either what pieces (laughs) of this can I use or how is this whatever it is working or not working for me right maybe you're somebody who's really been into tarot and then you want to turn into a fundamentalist Christian. I don't care honestly (laughs) I just want you to keep your critical brain on right (laughs) Right. yeah Yeah. but um and so if you know if you're like okay I don't know about this and I'm it's and if you're, I feel like most skeptic brains go, well, isn't that just us reading into the message and hearing what we have to say and what we want to hear? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And isn't that good too? That's
1: kind of exactly <laughs> That's the point, part of it. yeah. You know? That's
0: the whole point. Did you get a message that helped you solve a problem? Cool. It did its job.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: Listeners, you are listening to Tune In Radio for your mind, body, and soul. I am your host, Keila Parkinson, and we are broadcasting from The Vale of Paradise, beautiful Valparaiso, Indiana, on WVLP one oh three point one FM. You can phone our station directly at US um, so 011 area code 219 9000 You can go to WVLP.org/slash support and um, you can just go to wvlp.org, and you can stream live any show that's on the air at any point in time. <clears throat> our show is underwritten in part by Kiki Productions Inc. Communications Coaching, teaching exercises to help you cycle out of fight or flight in the moment. With the mission to create individual harmony, to add peace to the world, Kiki Productions Inc.'s philosophy is when you you are confident, focused, and authentic with your message, you are a magnet to those you wish to attract. Learn how you can speak your truth with love at coachkiki.com. And I'm also sharing that coachkiki.com, the the website does not have, but there is a newsletter now for um, families, for parents, and for SEL experts and caregivers at uh, buildbetterhumans.substack.com. So uh, after you've checked out all those things, you can... Come here again and listen to our conversation with Wendy Carpenter of Chromatic Endeavors. And um, we are going to put a link again in our podcast show notes to her Facebook page where you can connect with her. You can get your own reading if you want to. Do something fun on Halloween, right? And yes. um, yeah, are you going to do something special today for Halloween, Wendy, at the at the Facebook page?
1: Um, I hadn't thought about it, <laughs> but I might. Very cool. <laughs> I so, have yeah, so, rehearsal later. So, okay. Uh, and what's this uh, for? I'm assistant directing uh, "Guys and Dolls" at uh, the Footlight Musicals in Indy.
0: Very fun. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, quick little commute up down to Indy, then, huh? <laughs> yes. <cool. clears throat> okay. So we've been talking about Wendy's story. Thank you for sharing your story with us and like your ex- mm-hmm. exploration, your growth, right? And this coming into your intuition, I want to say one thing that I think a lot of, especially female listeners, really relate to. Right? Is this coming mm-hmm. into our own? Power, which sounds cliche, but also it's Uh like this hundreds of years thing, right? Like the crone, right? Like, oh, finally, I'm going to stop being the pleasing little girl. I'm going to be like, I have a voice, right? (laughs) Yes. This is a piece that resonates for me. So um, so as you have continued to do this, um, you also have, I think you have created some of your own decks then, and you have these beautiful decks. And so tell us more about some of your decks. Tell us more about like what you have learned that are great lessons for you. We've got like another half of the show left. Let's go deeper into like the world of Windy.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I haven't actually uh, like designed my own okay. deck. I just painted the one that I bought. Okay. But yeah. Um... But, yes, I, I do have an eye out for the, you know, pretty cards, you know, because, mm-hmm. I, it, you know, the back of the deck has to resonate with me a little bit, too. But sometimes, you know, I'll get all excited because, you know, it'll show what the picture of the cards looks like on the outside of the box. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, those are pretty. And then yeah. the back of them is just kind of eh but Yeah, <laughs> it's like, true. No, wait, t- wait till I turn it over. It's great. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh! Oh, no, I have one like that myself. I actually mm-hmm. have a handful on my little bookshelf, and um, I'm going to mm-hmm. tell the quick story that I got my very first deck in a Christian church bookstore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Believe wow. it or not, yeah, there were um, yeah. a New Thought Church, uh, Unity Chicago is happened. It was where I happened mm-hmm. to be, and um, and it was when I lived in the city, and so I was in my mid to late twenties, and I had okay. always heard like tarot was so evil, and, and it just seemed spooky to me, yeah. and I was like. Yeah. There's a tarot deck of cards in here, and I thought, what? And it was like different world religions, and that was so yeah. fascinating to me. And so uh-huh. everything is told from the myths and this and the you know um, moral stories of each of the different world religions. It uses a bunch of different symbology. It's very Freemason in that way, right? And so I was like, this oh, is yeah. amazing. It blew my mind. And so I totally <laughs> bought it, and it was so fun. And so since then, I just gotten a handful of others, you know. And I like to just they don't always have to be about reading a tarot deck. And so that's one thing I also to talk about in the second half is how are if people are just like that sounds too spooky to me but i like affirmation Mm -hmm. card statements right i like i have one that's um caroline mace and like just Mm -hmm. you know the different archetypes right that she draws from you Mm -hmm. so so many things you can do with these and what i was going to say that made me think of it is um you uh i've got one called the inner child cards and um Mm -hmm. beautiful fairy tale images the back is super boring just plain yellow (laughs) It's super boring but the inside is this amazing like watercolor images of all the different Mm -hmm. fairy tales right and so like the lovers Uh, is hansel and gretel like it's so cool yeah (laughs) oh yeah um okay so uh what do you want to take from that and (laughs) direct us with some guidance
1: (laughs) um well the first thing that really jumped out at me when i started actually looking through the tarot cards was how much biblical imagery there actually is exactly and um so it was like you know i kind of went through um like i said whole nother episode uh with my faith you (laughs) know kind of being shaken but then um the world of tarot and the way they approach spirituality is just like um Just thinking I, I, I'm trying not to offend anybody. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, this is Thank just you. my yeah. experience. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's okay to uh, speak the to. Christian God, you know, as much as they say, you know, that he couldn't be defined, they like to put him in this nice little mm. box. And I think God is so much bigger. Than, you know, I, you know, I'm kind of gonna just talk
0: eat. about that for a second, right? When you, I, I, I want to thank you and I appreciate like how you're like I'm not, I don't want to offend people, and so thank you for that because that's not the goal of our show at all. Um And I do yeah. love being able to open up this dialogue to say like, you know, there are certain groups or individuals who want to say like <laughs> that's too big for me, that's too scary, and so for whatever reason, <laughs> I box it in, right? And then yeah. there are some of us who are like, oh, I feel trapped in that box, oh, I can't breathe in that box, right? <laughs> like, but what about this, this, and this? That's all also just like connection and love and like what I see as like my God source. Right. So, so, you know, please, I'm going to give you permission to speak from that. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Uh, So um, like I said, I, I, I had been trying to, you know, kind of step away from, you know, organized religion at all. And then, you know, here comes the tarot cards with, you know, another angels system, yeah. and, you know, all this kind of <laughs> yeah. stuff. And I'm like, well, okay, then. Yeah. And, uh, in fact, uh, the deck that I chose to have with me right now mm. is my Angel Wisdom Tarot, in part because it has, uh, that blurb that we were talking about earlier about the, um, writer Waite, as most people know it yeah. uh, was created by arthur edward Waite and pamela coleman smith Ooh. in 1909 and uh, so many people call it you know the writer Waite, but it should properly be called the Waite smith deck because writer was just the name of the publisher huh. and smith was the genius behind that deck and the artwork that everybody's familiar with um but the other thing that uh, Wade Smith did was they flipped a couple of the cards. In traditional tarot, um, strength is card number eight, and justice is eleven. Okay. Well, in this deck, as you know, decks that had predated the traditional. Um, justice is number eight and strength is 11. Hmm.
0: That's interesting. Do you have any clue as to why they did that? Was it intentional or unintentional? Uh,
1: the the book that I'm reading says for dubious reasons, wait, (laughs) flipped the traditional positions of justice and strength. Hmm. Um, Interesting. So, um, so this, uh, Radley Valentine is the uh, creator of this deck and several other decks. Um,
0: it I love when we look puts, into the history of this stuff, right? And we see like how yes. political so much of it actually has <laughs> been, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so these are um, it's the Angel Wisdom Tarot by Radley Valentine, and
0: I think she's going to pull a card. Oh, it's so beautiful. Okay, how? The picture yeah, it's on bit. the back.
1: <clears throat> it's and, so gorgeous.
0: <clears throat> Can we yes. describe it? Can you describe it for our, our non-viewing listeners?
1: Um, it's got, uh, uh, the world in the middle and then it's got the, um, major arcana, which is the beginning part of the deck, uh, in teeny tiny little pictures surrounding that. And then it's got crescent moons on the top and the bottom and, uh, some decks, the back is printed so that you can't tell which direction the card is yes. until you flip it over. Yes. Uh, this is one of those decks where I can tell because it's light on one end and dark on the other. Yes. And, you know, the dark end is up. So, you know, I can tell at a glance if this one has been reversed or not. And now uh, it's again.
0: Yeah, t- again, I'm sorry to interrupt you again. I want people who, <laughs> again, don't have any clue what it is. Like, why is that important, right?
1: Like, why okay. do we care if it's upside down? Uh, for some tarot readers... Yeah. A reversed card, which means you flip it over and it's upside down yeah. um, can mean something different than when mm-hmm. the card is upright uh, for me um, if the card is reversed and I got this from you know another tarot reader on YouTube it just means strong energy because you know oh. card comes out upside down you notice it true so, you know, you' have to take time to you know flip it back upright you know especially with like this you know this wasn't the card I pulled I just grabbed this one mm-hmm. off the top of the deck so this isn't the card but it is a card you can yeah. see it's got the you know low blurb at the bottom yeah and so it's got like a headline
0: also- yeah and so there's like mm-hmm. a picture with like a you know an angel that's upright between two pillars right and so like if you were to yeah. if it we're calling we're calling reversed or upside down you know this yeah. guy be doing a headstand <laughs> the title would be yes. on the bottom yeah <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes. yeah um and these cards come with um there's a little S down at the bottom corner, and that, that yeah. stands for Archangel Sandel who is Who, you know, is also associated with the cards. All of these cards have associated angels with them, um, and this being a major arcana has that V, which is the Roman numeral five, uh-huh. mm-hmm. down in the other corner. Um, but if you get into the minor arcana cards, they will also have those little Roman numerals in the bottom corner to tell you um like this let me just try
0: yeah here we go give me some example (laughs) yeah i love it okay
1: here we've got the ace of pentacles with you know a little girl walking down a yellow brick road you know the ace of pentacles is about you know a new beginning financially or Mm. you know windfall of abundance it says Um, And it's got the little AZ at the bottom, which is for Archangel Asriel, Ah. and then it's got a 1, which corresponds to the Magician, um, because Mm. both of these cards mean, you know, you've got everything you need, and if you don't have it, you know who has it to give it to you. That's
0: cool. You know,
1: to be able to move forward and progress.
0: I think that you have a very great grasp on these cards when you are talking about, like, the essence of them. I just, that is so streamlined to me. As somebody who's heard this from so many people through, like, a couple of decades, right, yours is so streamlined. And I love this concept of, like, it's just a stronger energy if it's reversed, right? Because here's what a lot of traditional readers would say. They would say, ooh, this means negative outcome, right? Yeah. And then it's like, okay, you know, like, I love this idea, like, in astrology, there are no bad signs. In our reading, like, there's no, like, it has to be a negative outcome right like there's we're a right. positive and negative to everything always mm-hmm. like just yeah. constantly going yeah. right yeah so yeah that's what and I love about Wendy's readings
1: that you know you'd, you'd almost wish that they would come up reverse because that means something better than the upright you know <laughs> yeah. we're doing the the opposite game with them where yeah. if it's reversed it means the opposite <laughs> yeah you, know, you want that you know ten of swords <clears> to come up in reverse <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ten of swords is about, you know, there's somebody laying on the ground with ten swords in their back, you know, yeah. it's just more, the tarot can be kind of dramatic. It can be times, very you know? dramatic, it's yeah. not always about, you know, a physical death, but, you know, it's more about, you know, Literally being, well, figuratively mm-hmm. being stabbed in the back. Right. You know, right. This is, you know, somebody stabbed you in the back 10 times. You're done with that You're situation. Done. Yeah. You're not. <laughs> it's you know, over. It, it's, it's time to walk work. away. Yeah. And, and so, <laughs> you know, tens uh, in general mean, mm. you know, ending Finality. Yeah. You know, getting ready to start something new, you know, because life happens in cycles. And, yeah.
0: Yes, I love that. Okay, so we talked about this idea of you pulling something for us. So I don't know what yes. you want to tap into. Like, do you want to just be like for listeners? Like, do you want to say like something for the day? Like, how would you like mm-hmm. to pull from I think you're gonna pull from the angel deck you've got there, which is yes, so I'm fun.
1: From my angel deck. I'm gonna <laughs> set my phone down so I can shuffle. Okay. <laughs> and we'll just do what are the Best and highest messages for the collective. I love that. Which is the fancy word for, like you said, listeners Mm -hmm. or whoever happens across this podcast at any time in the future. Yeah,
0: we'll talk about that in a second because that's super fun. (laughs) All right, Wendy's shuffling.
1: (laughs) We usually do three shuffles because three is the magic number Mm -hmm. if you watch Schoolhouse Rock.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great, Gen X reference. Hey,
1: (laughs) and deck and third, and uh, we got the three of Earth, which shows somebody uh, working hard on creating a sculpture. Mm. And the message says, "Do what you love." Recognition for the highest quality of work, especially creative endeavors. Being paid well for your craft, working well with others, and having an excellent reputation. I love that. And and this goes with, um, see, that's funny that I mentioned the the justice and strength being flipped because this has an eight at the bottom and I had to stop and think. Okay, (laughs) so is that justice? Yes. That would be justice in this deck, so okay. which is about, you know, people getting what they deserve. yeah Yeah. which is
0: okay and then i'm gonna say too that really goes along with what i pulled this morning i showed wendy when we first were connected i um i have a little deck that my business coach who's like part i always say she's part business part woo hey chelsea she's been on a couple of times um so you guys know her also um and um she has she got me a gift of this beautiful little deck that's just affirmations and so i can just pull them at random and be like this is my this (laughs) is mine for the day i said i pulled something for us today wendy and it was i deserve success and it's just like a, a woman with like star hair like her hair is all made of stars right and it's just like you know where are you going with this which also I think is if we're gonna like really interpret the imagery right it's like indicative of like wisdom and celestial wisdom right and so like I love all of that I feel like again we're drawing from these concepts we're finding themes yes that's a part of the message but also if you're somebody who has found this episode then I think that card Wendy pulled is exactly right for you and so that's what I want to go back to how you said if you're somebody who's listening to this in the future because people are going to be like how does that work right (laughs) which I understand Understand. Yes. I didn't yes. mean to mock you, friends. But,
1: <laughs> um, but I, I understand. Like I'm like but sometimes. No, that's yeah, the healthy. Skepticism it's a healthy you're skepticism. About, yeah. You know, it, it's yeah. important to have that. Even I, as a tarot reader, had that. Good. That's why. You know, I'm kind of you know not always, but kind of surprised when you know, like. Yeah, I said, when it those works out. Strangers will <laughs> come back it. with, "Wow, you know, that was really spot <laughs> I on." And love it. it. Like, oh
0: great <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool so yeah so so, so yeah. in your uh, in your estimation and your experience how does that work yeah. when somebody can like find something you know a year later and be like oh this mm-hmm. is exactly what i need to hear right now and that message is for me yeah. how does that work as far as your your experience
1: um i just feel like the message reaches you when the time is right yeah you know you- you know that's that's the universe you know god source whatever you know that is for you you know kind of orchestrating things so that you know you just happen to stumble upon it you know like i just happened to make this group of friends you know several years ago that were into reading tarot and very good at it yeah it's like oh tell me more and then yeah yeah
0: there's a spark for you a connection yeah yeah i think that too and you know yeah the whole like and
1: you know even from the christian perspective you know we talk about god being outside of our time and Mm -hmm. you know in heaven there you know time no longer exists you know so you know time is an illusion you know it's something that you know we kind of constructed and to you know make sense of the days and years and what have you but
0: that resonates with me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, you, so, you are listening you know, if to oh, sorry, somebody stumbles across this podcast, you know, a year from now, it'll, you know, it'll be when they needed to hear it and it'll tell them what they need to know so important I think that's so
0: important listeners you're listening to our amazing and fun conversation with Wendy Carpenter of Chromatic Endeavors on WVLP 103.1 FM and our show is underwritten in part by Universal Love Clothing Universal Love Clothing creates beautifully designed positive affirmations and pairs them with the coziest eco-friendly fabrics in the world to bring you clothing you feel good in find your perfect fit at universalloveclothing.com and um, so we've got we're at the last little quarter of our show and we're talking with all these fun things she's just had this great reading just this wonderful card pull so not a full reading so just for a second then let's talk about the different spreads and like what that means and how people are like oh you know they see in the movies right like somebody laying (laughs) out the cards and oh and they flip it over and it's so dramatic and this one is death da 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 you know and it's like death doesn't even mean death (laughs) but okay it does in every hollywood show right (laughs) so tell us about the spreads and 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 death okay (laughs) because halloween (laughs)
1: <laughs> because it's Halloween, uh, there are uh, different ways to lay the cards out, and the card's position then uh, tells you what that card is talking to you about. You know what what part of your life is this card, you know, dealing with. Um, the most popular one that people know about is the Celtic cross, yes, uh, which is a ten card spread. So, you've got. You know, one card for the present moment, a card that represents what challenges you might be facing, uh, um, a card that's, you know, the foundation of your question. You know, you may ask a question and then this card is like, well, this is what you're really asking. It's like, oh, you're right. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, I just want to say that
0: out loud to this person I'm just meeting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) <laughs> yes <laughs> and then you know so there's you know your recent past the present near future your power in the situation uh um, people you know friends and family who may have an impact on what's going on in your life your hopes or fears and then the last card is the outcome mm-hmm. and um, which is always death in hollywood yeah <laughs> yes yes so tell us too why death i should say you know the death card in tarot is more about metamorphosis than an actual physical death it's more you know transformation Mm -hmm. something ends so that something else can begin you know it's like you know the divorce that i wasn't really going to talk about that i recently went through you know that's been a metamorphosis for me i'm you know in the goo in the cocoon right now
0: <laughs> yeah right that makes sense and,
1: uh, yeah you know figuring out who i'm gonna be on the other side of this you know still kind of wrapping my head around you know single I haven't been single for three decades yeah
0: <laughs> yeah that's a big shift huh yeah 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 for sure yeah and so and that and then you know we talked about this like all those types of changes that are such big massive changes they feel like little mm-hmm. deaths there's a grief process that happens but there's a mourning cycle everyone talks about yeah. that right yeah. so then that's why we would associate death with something like that and it doesn't mean like yeah. you're dying
1: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not always a physical death right. you know it can be yeah. you know just a drastic change mm-hmm. you know the same as the tower you know yeah. the tower card you know looks like it can be really scary but um, it represents you a know, prison. For one thing, yeah. you know, the thing that I always remind people is you know, if the tower is falling, it's because it didn't have a good foundation and uh-huh. it was going to fall. Yeah. yeah, right. And the falling tower gives you the pieces you need to rebuild a better foundation and build a better tower. And yeah. so you know it may be something devastating but you know a tower can also just be anything unexpected
0: yeah i always have interpreted yeah. it as like so it's it a mental be, construct yeah, yeah like, it's, it's like yeah. a mental prison for me and it's like that's what's yeah. falling down for me because that's typically when it comes up in my readings that i that i get yeah. from other people because i want to be clear i don't do readings yeah like i like i said I, I said i've got decks but i'm the kind of person who just reads the book you know or i, I like yeah. have a yeah. friend like come over and they, i have them read their own messages you know but yeah yes <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, oh man, and there's it. nothing wrong with that. I have actually, because um, I had this really cute deck. It's a cat tarot. Oh, fun! So, so it's got cat pictures on all of them, and then the descriptions in the book are like from the cat's point of view. Oh, that sounds fun. Talking about things, so. You know, I'm like, you know, I know what this card means. I can tell you what this card means, but this book description is really cute. So let me read this, and I actually brought someone to tears. Aww. And just reading from the book because that message in the book was, you know, what they needed to hear. That was their yeah. message, and you know that that's kind of how you know when something resonates. You know, you yeah. either, you know. You'll get tears. You'll get goosebumps. You know, there's always you know some sort of physical, yeah, reaction. At least for me, um, when something really resonates, it's like, oh wow, that is my message. You know, you just know.
0: That makes and sense. So. You're describing like physical and emotional reaction at one time, right? And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so so synced up, yeah. And that's what we're talking yeah. about today, really, is synchronicity, right? And this idea <laughs> that like at this time of yours, again, we focus on the death part of the life cycle. You know, we're looking at yes. the, the planet is going into hibernatory mm-hmm. mode, right? And so that's yeah. what's all the even the animals that don't hibernate they're leaving. You know, like if we're in the Midwest, yes. like we are, and so like bye bye all the all the snowbirds to the people, right? Like it's yes. <laughs> and that it's, you know it's funny because I teach my kids kids. that will be
1: me one of these days good for good job i'm gonna (laughs) applaud that in
0: advance so this is for your future episode of listening to like the clap is coming to the future you yes yes Yeah, but you know and so when we talk about this we're talking about like this this whole um concept of like just that thin veil again and
1: that you know that mm-hmm. these
0: things and um
1: and they're they're, Which they're only scary if we let, let them be because, yeah. you know veils are thin to begin with you know it, it's not the down comforter between the worlds yeah you know?
0: it, right yeah. Yeah, i know thin you veil's, know. veils redundant yeah so, you
1: know, <laughs> it, a veil is still a veil and very thin and yeah. you know even thinner now yes you know you'll yeah. you'll see more um evidential signs of, you know, visitors from the other side if you're looking for them, you yeah. know. Yeah. You know, sometimes they say even looking for a sign is a sign.
0: Right. Like just being aware, right? Like that, just having your intuition there.
1: If you want to be aware of, you know, cast on loved one or whatever, you know, the fact that you're looking for them means that they're probably already close by.
0: Yeah. Okay. So now just for a second, just, you know, um, I want Mm -hmm. to speak to people who may be caught up in the mental um, rumination on that, who maybe get sucked into... Um, a mental dis-ease with it, right? Where Because I think that's an important thing to address. It feels like socially responsible, yeah. right? And I know that you agree with that. So like this idea, we're talking yes. about all this stuff and it's super fun for us. And then also yeah. there are some people that this could be triggering to for different reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Not just because you've been told like this is scary stuff but also because maybe, you know, then when you start looking for angels, you're like oh, everybody's an angel or a devil. And like, you know, or maybe there's yeah. schizoaffective yeah. disorder. Like there are things that can be, this could be triggering. And so I do want to yeah. say like, you know, we're not saying like everybody go do this and nobody is accountable you know
1: right
0: Right. yeah yeah (laughs) we've all come too far for that right but um Mm -hmm. i i love you know this idea of looking for signs and then so talk Mm -hmm. to me wendy about for you how does it feel in your body when you know like with your intuition and your gut versus your head that's like looking for signs and being superstitious is there a difference for you or no
1: um yes there Mm -hmm. there's usually uh like i said there there'll be a physical reaction you know i'll either get chills or Mm -hmm. um you know i hate to say that i hear voices in my head because you know (laughs) yeah that just sounds crazy right. (laughs) but you know there are um moments and you know it's important to me um the distinction between hearing voices in my head and what i'm experiencing Mm -hmm. is um for one thing i'm completely deaf in my right ear Okay, and whatever I hear, I perceive it coming from that side of my head. Interesting, you know, which yeah. Which is virtually impossible because I can't hear on this side of my head. Yeah. So your intuition um, and, literally and, talks and it's just, to you, you sometimes. It doesn't happen very often, but you know, it's always you know just a couple of words, and it's not. I mean, you know what your voice talking to yourself in your head sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is something someone else. Yes. Um, But like I said, those experiences, you know, I've had a couple of them and they're few and far between. And, you know, I'm not saying that that should happen with everybody. A lot of times it'll just be goosebumps Mm -hmm. or, you know, the chill down your spine or just, you know, bursting into tears spontaneously.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, you you just kind of get, you know, the little tears in your eyes and, and...
0: yeah, that's how it works for you. That makes a lot of sense. And yeah. I, so I am yeah. someone who <coughs> I had. When I was younger, I had, for sure, like, a whole mood disorder, right? And, like, um, mm-hmm. and so like, if I didn't get enough sleep, I would, quote, hear voices. But it would sound like there was somebody outside the window having a conversation. Like, do you hear that? Is somebody yeah. outside? Did I be looking for somebody? And it finally, yeah. at some point, it got to the point where I was like, oh, this is my cue that I haven't had enough sleep. And it's an auditory hallucination, <laughs> right? And so, like, yeah. so, you know, there for me, there are, like, these little distinctions, right? Because I also yeah. know what we're talking about where sometimes there's, like, it comes from inside my head. It's not like I think there's yeah. somebody outside the window right it's like yeah. there's a knowledge yeah, yeah it, and that's different. Totally different. and it resonates yeah. for me within my whole body like I feel it in my being mm. and my gut goes yeah. yes to it right mm. so I mean and it's going to be different for everybody like what that is like and if you have like because yeah. I mean, I'm somebody who can say yes to the intuition and yes to sometimes that's a hallucination right and like I had to yeah. learn to distinguish and luckily my hallucinations didn't talk to me directly and me, right. you know but like that can happen yeah. for people too so Sometimes Uh it's a, it's a, it's a trial and error, which can sound really dangerous and scary, but I mean, it's our Mm -hmm. life and we're the only ones who can live it. And so you'll figure it out for yourself, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, this has been so much fun. Um, I went, oh my gosh, I want listeners to remember to go to, is it facebook.com slash chromatic endeavors? Is that where they can reach you? Okay, perfect. Yep. And then Wendy, any other places where you want people to find you before we sign off and say goodbye
1: to our listeners? i i pretty much stick to facebook okay. so um that's that seems to have worked the best for me so far um if you're in the muncie area i'll pop up at, at yard twice yeah. a year with my paintings but you can always see those all the time on my facebook page so
0: love it this has been
1: that's, so fun yes so fun. I'm so glad you asked me to do this thank
0: you and happy halloween <laughs> to you wendy and to everybody out there
1: uh-huh. All right. And blessed Samhain to you.
0: Yes. Likewise.
1: Yep. Yes. Ahoa. <laughs> All, right.
0: <laughs> All right. We'll see you later, meditators. Happy Halloween.